0: Got Eric on with me for another clip compilation show. Eric, how you feeling? Oh, I love them. These are exciting. There's nothing wrong
2: with a good old clip show. It feels like the special episodes on television that, uh, you know, of yesteryear when, like I always say, it's at the max with uh, Zach Morris and A.C. Slater and they're talking about the time Jesse almost OD'd. It is the common, (laughs) common thing. That is what I love about a clip show.
0: And I will continue to say that until we no longer have clip shows that's that's fair that's good stuff. So today's theme is is twofold part a is is a thing I'm calling story time. These are clips of stories that we've told and listening to these clips they were told with the intent for them to be on the Toddcast like oh, okay. it's not like like a lot of these clips have just been me and you shooting the breeze and you know yeah. after the it's like hmm, that's that's arable like the, some of these are things that were definitely said you know with the intent of putting them on the Toddcast. But they hit the cutting room floor because either the episode was too long or they didn't fit with the theme of the original episodes. They just got kind of stashed away. So this is kind of the place for them to spread their wings and fly, Eric. Oh, I love it. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, good. So here here are three clips of uh, us telling each other stories for the podcast that just never quite made it to the podcast until now. This is the Wendy story. All right, so okay.
2: working at Wendy's, I was probably either 17, 18. It wasn't very. I, I was. I probably was in college by this point in time. I was probably working my way through uh, good old vocational tech or tech school, or whatever. Right, right, And I worked the normal shift, six to two thirty, in which I would put the chilies on at six. I would take the garbage out. I'd clean up everything, and then I would sleep on the <laughs> on the bench until. <laughs> Until uh, the store opened. And that was mostly because it wasn't very hard if you kind of worked fast. And I'm a fast worker, right? Right. This is where I learned to make coffees with Frosties. So like caffeine and sugar were running through my veins. So (laughs) I often and then sometimes I would often do two jobs. Uh, when the person called off, I would do my job and also make all the salads. So that is two people's job that's supposed to take you from six to nine, and I would do them both from six to nine. So right, uh, a bit of an overachiever, and i um, not sure if I'd still have that energy to this day. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I'd like to think I would, because I just like getting things done and then relaxing. So right. <clears throat> worked at Wendy's, had a good old time, had a friend there that... Um, that was in a similar boat, but not nearly motivated like I was. He was actually more of a slacker. He was kind of just like, yeah, I'll just make my, you know, probably six bucks an hour and do what they tell me to do and just do enough not to get fired or get, you know, my hours cut. But nonetheless, we worked on Sundays together uh, from 10 to two or whatever. We always worked at Sundays together. And with drive-throughs, they're graded on a drive-through timer, most of them. The whole concept is efficiency, You know, you don't want to go to a drive-thru and wait five minutes for an order. You want to get in and out. So they always have a timer. And throughout certain parts of the days, you have goals, you know, so like early in the morning, it's usually you should have a lower goal because there's less people coming through and same with, you know, at nighttime, you have a shorter staff. So the goal, the goals are a little higher and lunchtime, you're at peak efficiency because you have more people working. So this is a goal either way. And then there were like seven, maybe seven uh, places that, or uh, like seven positions that were scored,
0: you know. Okay. So they
2: basically they had a, like a log sheet that right. said, all right, if you're working drive-through, you're the person who takes the order. You're the person who makes the sandwiches. You're the person who bags the stuff. You're the person who gets uh, get the, on the the grill or whatever. And you have these positions, and it's kind of all logged out in your weekly log, and you know exactly what position you're working and what place. Right. And then they they used to just highlight if they hit the timer or not for that time frame, So
0: there's okay. the goal.
2: And then on the sheet you had highlighted, well, it was, it was just monotonous. Same thing right. over every day, every day. There was just not like, it was just boring to me. And, and in wrestling, they just did this whole roster shakeup where they drafted the two rosters. You know, they basically took all the wrestlers and one was going to be on the Monday night show. And one was going to be on the Thursday night show. And we're like, let's draft up the team kind of like fantasy football. Like, and okay. we're going to give, you know, let's create a scoring system in which you get points for certain things and you then, you know, at the end of the day, we'll see which team won. So he took it and I took it. And then we kind of looked at it and we had, you know, analyzed who, who was in the key positions and, and who was always, you know, who, who should you draft first round draft pick this and that. So we went back and forth and we created our teams and each week on sunday i would go through the entire roster and i'd calculate everything up and essentially be like all right this team won this week this team won and you know it was and what you noticed right <laughs> off the get go like people were hustling and they were trash talking and it was like people actually <laughs> took pride in like oh we hit the timer yeah we're all going to get an, you know cuz if you hit the timer you got all everybody got points if you didn't call right. off you got points you know and you'd see people kind of like Nudging, and like t- talking to each other. Like, can you believe that person called off that you're going to screw us this week? And it was just ridiculous. <laughs> it was just two, it was just like two 18 year olds who had no benefit at all except for our own, own amusement. to, right. You know, and then so then you could make trades and it was just a matter of like, hey, I'll trade you this person for this person. And then it was a matter of like the, the miners that they were hiring. You would scout them to see if they're going to be good up and comers. Be like, hmm, I can see this person working <laughs> the drive through here. You know, like, and it was just, absurdity but nonetheless it was just the gamification of wendy's where nothing changed except for the fact that we decided to put our names on stuff and and give scores. so on sunday instead of me sleeping for an hour after i got done with my stuff i calculated the scores you know so and and reported and it was just an unofficial thing where this like And the managers loved it because they didn't do anything. And then they, they, you know, they're getting recognized in, in meetings for having a better drive through, you know, timer and so forth. Uh, so
0: (laughs) have I ever told you about the prophecy?
2: Uh, not in that term. I mean, no, (laughs) I mean, I'm sure you were
0: some type of missionary at some point in time
2: telling me all about everything, but no, it's no, what's,
0: what's the prophecy? So, yeah, I guess, and I don't know if maybe this is just a me thing or a weird weird thing or whatever, but yet, and maybe it's because I watch a bunch of, you know, fantasy and sci-fi and whatever, movies and shows and whatever. Okay. But if, it's kind of a trope where, you know, somebody says something, you know, is going to happen in accordance with the prophecy. Are you familiar with that general concept of, like... The prophecy of what, though? Like just like just just as a general trope of somebody of s- some story having some sort of prophecy. Oh, this sure. This I'm, person I'm is. I'm aware you know... of
2: what the word prophecy means. And right. Yes.
0: Yes. So, like, you know, the, there was a prophecy about you know bringing balance to the force with, with Anakin, yeah. you know, or or like Neo in the Matrix is you know there there was some sort of prophecy of sure. he's the One sort of a thing. So so like I said that's sort of a trope that's been locked in my head. So I I work you know in the basement you know. Yes. Forever. Like I've always had the 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 unfinished side of the basement is my secret lab where I paint minis and edit podcasts and, you know, do that sort of a thing. And now that we're actually working from home, I've got my desk on the finished side of the basement. So no matter which way you slice it, I work in the basement. Sure. Right. So it seems like very often I'll be upstairs, you know, having a cigarette or getting, you know, a drink or a snack or, or whatever, and I'll go downstairs to, you know, go back to work whatever form that might take. And like the second I get downstairs and get settled, I got to pee. And so I'll have to get back up and march all the way back upstairs and, and, and go in, into the restroom. And at one point, like years ago, cause Abby'd be like, you just went down. What's what's, you know, now you're popping up. What's wrong. And I'm like, well, you know, of course, as soon as I get down there, I have to pee in accordance with the prophecy is, is you know, at, just said innocently at one point yes. years ago. And now it's just become a thing, like to where I'll you know be upstairs doing my thing, I'll thump 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 downstairs, seconds later thump 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 back upstairs, to where Abby will look at me and go the prophecy, and I like the goddamn prophecy, and then you know go take care of my business and then then plod back down. Yeah. That is I'm, yeah no that's that's a that's I mean it's not a cruel
2: prophecy I mean it's a prophecy but I mean and and terms now at least it's helping you hit your step
0: goals you know oh yeah oh no i i would say i would say apple watch wise i probably harvest at least five minutes of exercise over the course of a day oh yeah having to run up and down those dang stairs
2: of course stair, stairs have been helpful for that but yeah. i mean did you ever think about just going to the bathroom before you go downstairs
0: well that's a th- that, well, making and a they're... point to do that and there are points where I'll be upstairs doing my thing and I'll go to turn downstairs and I'm like, eh, you know what? We're gonna preempt the goddamn prophecy and, and yeah. I'll do just that. So yeah. Anytime that's, uh, I use the restroom prior to or immediately after, you know, heading downstairs it is referred to as the goddamn prophecy. Yeah, no, that's um I don't think I have
2: anything in terms, and I'm sure I do, it's just not coming to mind that is, you know habitual things that i do that we lauren or i have created dumb names for <laughs> you know like it, it's not above me and and i know for a fact there's probably things that has happened drawing a blank though unfortunately there That's will be fair. no there'll be no uh, follow-up story saying yeah i have this scenario do you want me to tell the story of norma real quick for an unplugged uh raw episode
0: oh oh sh- sure absolutely <laughs>
2: Do it. I mean, I'm up here and moving. Eric,
0: that's fine. Eric, tell us about Norma.
2: All right. So we all know 2020 had a heck of a political um, year and landscape. Uh, It was overly politicized. Everything was overly politicized, which means on both sides, they were coming at us hard with flags, with, you know, with uh, yard signs. With email blasts, with advertisements, and most importantly, the robo-text messages uh, right. were, were coming aplenty. Well, oh, geez, this happened had to be in the summer. I remember probably getting my first message from the Biden campaign when I moved in August. So I believe it was at the new house, and okay. I I would receive text messages often, almost, almost 90%. Norma, you volunteered last campaign. Would you like to volunteer again or vice versa? And and for the most time, I would kind of ignore. I'm like, all right, so right. a poor woman in in Ohio named Norma, more than likely right. in Zanesville because that my number is a weird Zanesville number, um, accidentally wrote the na- number down wrong because during the last right. campaign, I had this phone number, right? So poor right. Norma. Right. Is not getting the messages she needs. Right. Um, so slowly after, I mean, you you know me. I'm going to ignore well, a couple because it's it, it's just a, it's not a, a series. Well, it's probably just well, like that's, an accident.
0: Well, well and that's the thing. Uh, like I got plenty of these these sorts of random texts and robocalls and stuff. And you know when you get those, there there are, there, are, I guess three normal courses of action. Scenario one, it doesn't say Norma. It says Eric and it's a thing you wanted, and you engage with it like you normally would. Option two is you do like most people do, and you just ignore them. You just, okay, whatever, and you move on with life. Option three, which I imagine is pretty rare, is you, you know, it comes to Norma, but it comes to your phone, and you go, hey, guys, I'm not Norma, I'm Lyric, and either go the what can I do to help or I'm not interested route. You, of course, went a fourth direction.
2: (laughs) Uh, well, but it took, it took a while. I didn't go direct forth because I'm not malicious, but after I realized that like, they're not going to stop. Norma has flooded the gates of, um, the political landscape of everybody call contacts me via text, which is nice because I I mean, if it's a call, it's real easy. I block, I don't pretend to be Norma. I don't do anything. And I've never pretended to be Norma. I just started speaking on Norma's behalf, knowing what is (laughs) best for Norma. So when Norm, when people would text me, Norma, you going to vote for Biden this year. I said, and I would, you know, I bet my best response back was Norma always, uh, what, always votes for the big D or, 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 or <laughs> right. something in that aspect. So I just started <laughs> yeah. speaking on behalf of Norma. That's it. I'm her spokesperson. She gave me, she wanted me to speak on behalf, her behalf. So I didn't promise. It's not like, hey, Norma, will you be here at 2 p.m.? You know, on Friday, right. I've never done that. I'm not standing people up, but they would say, Hey Norma, are you going to support us through vote? Blah, blah, blah. I said, Norma always a vote, always supports Norma's all, <laughs> they're going to say, are you going to vote this Tuesday? Norma always votes on Tuesdays. Like I just, so I got back into the habit where if somebody texts me from this normal campaign and this is, this was actual real people, right? Right. Um, and, uh, so I started just responding back about Norma, and I do believe the first couple times I actually let them know this wasn't Norma, like I'm not right. Norma. And then they just kept gumming. So then I just, you know, I let them know I wasn't Norma. I started speaking on Norma's behalf. Uh, where it really starts taking a dive is when I start getting other messages and just realize that all these people must want Norma. And right. When, when they're asking me about boner pills, then I say, sure, Norma's all about boner pills. You know. So, I start, <laughs> so, any, so at any point in time when people would start texting me about anything, I would just respond with Norma. And I let a couple friends know, mostly being you and, and Abby,
0: know of the right. Norma
2: escapades. And another oh, friend no, I've gotten, who really gets a kick out of it. Oh, uh, yeah, I've
0: gotten plenty of screenshots from you of, of the Norma exchanges, and I always get a good chuckle.
2: Yeah, no. So there's there's nothing wrong with uh, you know I'm not being Norma. I'm just representing Norma, and and it is one way that I found to turn a negative, which is spammy auto texts, and turn right. it into a really funny positive because Norma can respond, or at least I can respond on behalf of Norma. So and then I always sign it in the one, the couple times I always sign it at for Norma if it's not a direct Norma does this, um, right. So nor, but but for the most part. Uh, It gets really funny when people start sending me from their message and they're saying their different name. Norma gets really confused, like an old Norma would, and she, you know, she would respond. (laughs) I thought this was Jared. I thought this was Felipe. You know, so and and to see them either not respond back, like oh no, or to respond back with you know random stuff. Um, Yeah, so Norma's Norma's now I wouldn't say an alias or an alter ego, but I pretty much a text message now that is not directed towards me or whatever, and I feel like engaging, I typically will figure out what Norma would say, and would it make a good um, <laughs> screen grab to send to you or my friend? And if it does, then I respond uh, with Norma's response. And that right. typically so, determines if I'm going to engage with uh, Robo text. So, so moral of the So story what we need here, to
0: do, Eric, yeah. we need to get some screen grabs of some of Norma's greatest hits for the website. Oh, and oh then Absolutely. I, I, I think I think we need to get some oh, yeah. WWND t-shirts made. <laughs> what would Norma do? I think is is uh, the new the new hold thing. Hold on, this
2: is is it all part of the troll line? Is it part of the troll <laughs> line uh, for franchise ten? I believe I believe we throw out. There's all types of good um, trolling material. Uh, there's the Norma material. There's obviously your Justin Ben line. So when it comes to trolling, yes, we are <laughs> we are pleased. And, uh, very happy to announce that Norma is part of the crew. Norma is, is, is here. And I think, I think you will be able to find some of her good stuff at uh franchise 10 apparel.
0: Well, and I think, I think at this point, uh, I'm starting to believe that you are not actually responsible for episode 15. I think, I think <laughs> it's been Norma this whole time. Norma Troll has that she nothing is. to do
2: with episode 15. <laughs>
0: And welcome back.
2: I hope you enjoyed uh, those lovely stories. Um, they were intended to be on the podcast. They are now on the podcast. We have succeeded. They are out of your queue, your backlog of digital archives and now to the world. Uh, and I know you were excited just as well as I am excited. And Achieving you know what else bun-lock. I'm excited about? Yeah, I'm excited about this next segment, which we called Todd's planning, where essentially Todd. Uh, this happens quite frequently with conversations with you and I normally it doesn't necessarily hit the Todd cast waves um, because it makes me kind of look silly by not knowing something and, or it makes you look silly for just making shit up. So we we don't really know if you go into professor Todd mode. Uh, There's a fine line. We walk sometimes (laughs) and the the listener can determine themselves how much professor Todd is in these Todd's planings. So I say, let's take it to the clips. Indeed. Not, not really sure. You've been over there is England's towards the top, right? Or it's actually a little island, right?
0: (laughs) Great Britain, right? Well, I mean, England is different than Great Britain, which is different than than the UK. Like, that's the thing. The United Kingdom is like, they're not interchangeable terms. Correct. Well, they're very close to interchangeable. Which which include, the UK is 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 the the, the island plus a chunk of Northern Ireland. Oh, the right? UK
2: is not all three of them.
0: No. Like it's, no, it's, okay. The, the what UK is that? consists. The UK is four things. Oh, okay. All together. So you've so you've got England, which uh-huh. is a which is a portion of that island. You've got Wales, which is another portion of that island, and you've got Scotland, which is the northern uh-huh. portion of that island. Then you hop to the next island, and you've got a portion of Ireland, Northern uh-huh. Ireland, and the four of those things are the UK. If you're talking Great Britain, you drop Northern Northern Ireland out of the equation. I believe I'm I, this this is this is from you know geography no, you're class fine. forever ago, but I I believe no. this is still accurate. More, more than, than I know. So so Great Britain is is just England, Wales, and Scotland. And England is just that one region of the British Isle.
2: God, that was more confusing than. Anything in the States. <laughs> like, I thought it would be confusing to explain the United States really? of America to
0: somebody, but it's not. Rhode- <laughs> I said Rhode Island is not an island, if that's not confusing for you. No, I, I mean, know that. Well, at least the North and the
2: South are North and South of each other, I guess. <laughs> I guess you could say North Carolina. Well, not very North there, Carolina.
0: No. no. Uh, all right. Okay, Nor so is you South can try Dakota to, very far south. Really, no, it's, if you're going it's
1: fine. Route. It's all West right. Virginia but Virginia pretty...
0: is on the eastern side of the country. I mean, we're a hot mess, man. I mean, yeah, uh, but
2: I don't know that whole, for all the that reasons whole, that whole UK, you know, scenario threw me off this morning. Apparently. So we'll we'll Apparently. see if I can get back in game.
0: Oh, is it raining? Yeah, it's sprinkling. It's starting.
2: Wonder I does the it's rain does it hit you guys into... first or does it hit us?
0: Well, it depends if it's assume. going east or west, Eric.
2: Well, I mean, doesn't weather shouldn't weather go just one way? Come on. It depends. No, I don't
0: like that I think, answer. I think <laughs> I think generally speaking, and this is fifty-five percent Professor Todd, forty-five percent what I think may be true and verified by facts. I think it generally goes west to east. It seems to me that a lot of things roll. Oh, really? And would hit and would hit me, hit me for for. It seems like whenever I'm looking at the radar, it seems like things roll, at least in my area, from, from west to east, which if you okay. expand, that means it'll come your way. Now, I think the, the difference to that is if there is some sort of storm activity in the Atlantic, Okay. you get your, your hurricanes and whatnot, I yeah. think that might make it push the other direction and or make it come more from, more from a south to north situation. But even then, I think it, it tends to spiral up from the Southwest and work towards the Northeast sort okay. of a piece.
2: Well, I'll take your word
0: for it. I don't know much. I don't pay attention. to I will say last night <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Eric was, con- you know, I had to set Eric straight about, you know, England and the UK and so forth. I said my piece and I'm pretty sure I'm right. And I spoke with, you know, with confidence and I'm sure he absolutely believed it. And I think I'm right, but Abby fact-checked me here, and I ran through the scenario, and she's like, no, that's right. I'm like, okay, good. Good. <laughs> that's fine. Because if I wasn't right, I know that I can do the whole very convincing Todd is speaking facts thing, and if I was wrong, I wanted to make sure I, you know, owned up to that and didn't, you know, oh. well, I still the misinformation you your way.
2: To be quite honest, Todd, I just, I, I still, like for me, it didn't, like I understood <laughs> it at the time, to, yeah. convi- to tell you what the hell it is, I still can't do that, just not, uh, okay. So, <laughs> so so you know, don't worry about me. I don't retain fat. I don't retain knowledge very well. It takes me many, many different ways, and uh, and and repetition for me to re- retain things as fact and or gotcha. be able to regurgitate that in the future. Gotcha. It looks like I got a busy day ahead of me. I got a freaking. I'm just looking at my calendar and it's uh, jam packed with fun yeah. stuff. We got. Got conversation with clients. We got cleaning people coming. We have uh, somebody to measure uh, or somebody to give us a quote on trees to cut down. All, all the fun, all the fun stuff that you can imagine with a brand new house and or a
0: busy job. So that's. I'm just so that's I'm that. just gonna go, I'm just gonna go ahead and get this out of the way because you know should this hit the recording and Abby hears it she's gonna be thinking it so I'll just get this out of the way. Do, do you have a certified arborist coming to the house? Oh Jesus to do I do this even know this, that. this. <laughs> to do this tree trimming. <laughs>
2: I, well, I don't I don't know. Is is that something you guys talk about quite frequently or <laughs> uh,
0: this is you, you ever have one of those in jokes that has just gone on for so long you honestly can't remember the genesis of the thing.
2: Uh, maybe. I mean, I can understand the premise of it. I under, I have lots of jokes. And I'm sure I can probably pickpocket one of them and be like, yeah, I'm not really even remembering where that came from. Yeah, I, I'm right. sure that there are it, there out there. It's, it's,
0: it's, it's like that. Um, years and years and years ago, um, when I first moved in here, uh, there was some conversation about tree trimming or we passed someone trimming a tree or, or, or something. And I made the foolish mistake of <clears throat> wondering aloud. If the person, you know, performing the the tree trimmery, was a certified arborist, um, you know, arborist is a fan fancy term for tree trimmer or, or you know sure. person okay. who, who who does things with trees, um, you know, yes. Arbor Day, it's Tree Day, you know, Arbor Arborist, you know, yeah, and you know, sure. there apparently there are certifications for it, and you know, you can become a certified arborist, meaning you are a tree sure. expert, whatever, um and it's, it's i don't know if it's the first time she heard that term or if she was just poking fun at me cuz you know i use a lot of big words or whatever but from that point forward anytime a tree has needed trimmed or we've seen a tree being trimmed or a tree is overgrown or just anything where she could possibly work it in to just get a dig at me she'll she'll i wonder if that's a certified arborist you know whatever um so
2: you well, know. I have no issues with that. Uh, to be quite honest, I might have to adopt that. <laughs> to, me, to me, that sounds perfectly fine.
0: Well, no, that I mean that's 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 on brand, you know, for the both of you, and and that's that's legit. I, I again, it's been going for so long. It, you know, the first 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 couple times she did it, it kind of you know got got a little rise out. Like, why, why are you messing with me? Just because I'm using the correct term or whatever, you know. But now it's like you know, whatever. Like I said, you you you, you simply made mention of needing the trims tree trees trimmed, so here I am, you know, gonna go ahead and just call myself out and say, yeah, certified arborist. Um, well, I wouldn't mess
2: around with cutting down a tree, man. I've well, I mean, I've been part well, of tree tree teams, and I'm well, not certified by any means, and nor nor probably were I hanging out with the best arborists. But <laughs> it's well, dangerous, tricky business.
0: I mean, you know, it, it is, and it's, and it's, it's serious. Cause you know, depending on the size of the tree, you could, you know, you don't know what the hell you're doing. You can seriously hurt yourself and, Absolutely. you know, and depending on the tree, if you don't know what you're doing, you might be doing more harm than good to the tree. Like there's, you know,
2: well, I mean, cutting it's the a, entire tree down probably is doing some serious harm to the tree, no matter what. Well,
0: yes. I if mean you're trimming yes.
2: the actual, if you're not, like, if you're cutting it all down, that tree's dumb dead, you know.
0: Now, if you're just trimming
2: right, at that, the branches, that's at a different that point, board,
0: you don't, I understand. Right, at that point, you don't need a certified arborist. You need a lumberjack, <laughs> you know. That, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, um, but... You say you got some trees on the, on the new, new property that are, are you, are you, are you removing or are you just, you know, getting, getting them in They're gone. Okay. Bring, bring in Paul Bunyan in
2: in blue because (laughs) although they're not that big, to be quite honest, I mean, I wouldn't do it myself, but there are three trees and if you had them fall, you know, it it won't be the most difficult. They're not very, very large and they're kind of close together and if you cut it the right way it would go into the like uh, the drive not the driveway but just the road right in front of us and shouldn't affect or hit anybody's property or anything but right you know we need the certify we need people with certifications to make sure that doesn't actually hit our house because that would be very bad
0: right yeah yeah you don't want you know
2: yeah That's
0: so right. although these
2: these trees provide nice shade they also pretty much and I guess this is probably why they were there, they completely hide the front of the house. Like, so if the kids are outside playing and we look out the window, you can't see them. And that's more of an issue for us because we, we will be installing blinds. So we don't really care about blocking out people looking into our house. At the moment, without the blinds, the trees are great, you know. So. Right, right. But so. we will, you know, we'll have that taken care of.
0: Well, there you go. I can say that for most of those it was not actually Professor Todding. Those were actual actual facts. I know sometimes it's hard to tell the difference, which is kind of the the blessing the and the curse of busting out with Professor Todd. You know, and I suspect that in two weeks from now, Eric, you just won't care to retain this nonsense. And, it, and I'll 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 once again have the joy of being able to explain to you the finer points of European geography. But that's fair. That's that's okay. It's good times. I, I enjoy it. You don't seem to mind. It's it's all fun. You're right. That so, is correct. So until the next time, we have to tell some stories or, or do some explaining. I hope y'all enjoyed that and I hope y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast
1: podcast. If you have comments, questions or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social